0: All right, hey, Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com. It's uh, Boxing Day, 2023 for you Canadians up there. It's the day after Christmas uh, for you Americans and uh, whoever else lives out there. I, Where do I start? I guess I start with the idea that Satan is the deceiver of nations. I, that's where I need to start. Satan literally deceives entire nations. And that's a concept that... Pardon for all the bouncing around it. I think the church has lost that. We don't understand. We think Satan's the tempter of sins. Oh, the devil made me do it. The devil t- t- tempted me to sin, to smoke those cigarettes yet again, yet again, yet again. I smoked those cigarettes because Satan tempted me. <laughs> and the truth is he's his, he's the deceiver. His pri- primary quality is as a deceiver, a liar, a deceiver. When mankind fell, when at when Eve sinned, what does she tell the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ? She says, the devil deceived me, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. That's his first character. That's the first thing man notices about him when, when he finally wakes up. He says he's a deceiver. That's Genesis chapter, I don't know, one, two, somewhere in there. And then you go to the last book, you go to the Revelation. What does it say? He's the deceiver of the nations. He's the deceiver of the nations. He's a deceiver. And so many times we we run around in our lives, and and this was true of Eve, perfectly convinced that what we believed was true and right, perfectly content that we had it right and that everybody else has has it wrong. Yet there is a way to know. There's a way to know, and it's called the Holy Scriptures there was a way to know for Eve. It was called listening to her husband. Adam was the prophet. He spoke for God. Adam was the prophet. He spoke for God. God spoke to Adam. Adam spoke to Eve. Eve had no excuse. She knew. It it was a willing deception. She wanted to be deceived. She wanted to believe what the devil offered. She wants to because it offered her power and independence and a sense of well, independence, self-existence. And that's what we have today. We have today, we have Satan controlling, not in an ultimate sense, but controlling his church, controlling his children, controlling the masses, preventing people from hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ so that they may be saved. He has a great deal of power. And And if we deprecate him into being some little imp, some little sprite that you know buzzes around. Oh, he's here. There, are devils over there, devil's over there. Where to go? I don't know. I guess he's not here, and I guess we're fine. And we and, and then and then we 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 don't believe it's possible to deceive us. <clears throat> and the only way to find out is to go back to the holy scriptures, go back to the holy scriptures, go back to the holy scriptures. And that's why I do what I do. That's that's the unique thing that I bring to the table. It's the unique thing that I offer. As a podcaster, whatever you want to call it, as a a man, as somebody that that believes certain things and and opens up his mouth and speaks, the one thing I do that others can't do is to say what I say, and I say it out of the Holy Scriptures. Mid-20th century politicians do not inspire me. Be they good or be they evil, they don't inspire me. 18th century political theorists don't inspire me. Third century uh, theologians don't inspire me. The Holy Scriptures inspire me. Holy Scriptures give me my ideas. I've said this many times, but when I I had to try to figure out what, what, what this hatred of the white race, why this hatred of the white race, it was. It's more than just the latest Marxist theory. I said, God, what is this hatred of the white race? And, and I, you know, it's not like he spoke out of the heavens to me. It was like, Fritz, go to the only place that you can trust. What's the only place that you know is true? Now you people have this idea and they have that idea and this theory and that theory, none of which I can, I'm concerned with, none of which I care about. I care deeply about the Holy Scriptures, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, the the Pauline epistles, 1st John, 2nd John, 1st Peter, 2nd Peter, Jude, the revelation of Jesus Christ written by St. John. And so I went to the Scriptures and I was like, God, you got to show me because something's here, something's wrong. Something's not right, and I want to know what it is. I don't know what it is. And the only thing that I trust is your word. The only thing I trust is your holy scriptures. That's the only thing I trust. And and I actually, I think I said this the other day, I started at the end, and I read back to the beginning. And I read back to the beginning. I started in the Revelation, and then, then I went through, I think, the epistles, and then I read the, I ended up in Genesis. And when I hit Genesis 3.15, it was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, even. Oh, my God. My God. Look at this. There's an enmity and a hatred, not that man put, but that God put, between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. God put it there. Jesus Christ put it there. He put that enmity there. And in the Gospels, it tells you who the the seed of the serpent is. The Gospels are very clear on who the seed of the serpent is. Matthew chapter 3, John the Baptist talks about the seed of the serpent. He says, You brood of vipers. A brood of vipers is the seed of the serpent. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. A brood, the seed of, a serpent, a viper. It you don't you don't even have to interpret this. It's plain. It's 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 interpreted for you. Bible interprets the Bible. The holy scriptures interpret the holy scriptures. Jesus Christ, he looks at the Jews. He says, "You, you, 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 you snakes, you vipers, you serpents, you brood of vipers. How shall you escape the sentence of hell?" This is Jesus Christ. It's not a. It's not an early church father. It's Jesus Christ. And you read John chapter eight, and he looks at the Jews in context. You don't even have to be a deep theologian in context. He's talking to the Jews. He's talking to the Jews. The Jews. The Jews. The Jews. The Jews. Somebody quoted that. I got that under there. They did a TV documentary on on Fritz Berger and and the evil man Fritz Berger and a couple of my colleagues did. It's out there if you want to search it up. And they they quoted me. I was saying, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. So feel free to quote me again on that one. I've mentioned that 80 times in the book of Acts it talks about the Jews. Jesus Christ talked about the Jews. The Revelation talks about the Jews. And the church is willingly deceived. This gets back to the deception. Willingly. Willingly. Yearningly. James 4:4. Man, the church. Here's the church. You want to be friends with the world? You make yourself at enmity with God Almighty. And the church yearns, yearns for that friendship with the world. I want to be loved and respected. I want to be accepted. I want to be accepted by the world. I just think I just think it was wrong going to go and have have a beer with with my buddies cuz I you don't know, want to be friends with the world and you know there might be some truth to that. <laughs> but it goes way way deeper than that. Way 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 deeper than that. And the church says, "You know what? I want to be accepted by the world. I don't want to be called an extremist. I don't want to be called a fundamentalist." I don't want to be called a fanatic. I don't want to be called a know nothing. I don't want to be called a a, a literalist or whatever whatever term of opprobrium that strikes fear into your heart. I don't want to be called an anti-Semite. Do you realize in the last fifty years, not even fifty, it's been about well since nineteen forty-five? There's an industry in the United States that elevate the Jews to sainthood status the victimhood of sainthood status, and to create an icon of meaning in, in American life, and European life, of the Holocaust. It's like the national religion, and you're taught it from kindergarten. You're taught it in grade school. You're taught it in junior high. You're taught it in high school. You're taught it in the university. You're taught it to do that. We have a cathedral for the Holocaust back in Washington, D.C. Never forget, never forget what the white man did to the Jew, supposedly what the white man did to the Jew. Whether it is or not is not neither here nor there to me. Oh, are you a Holocaust denier? No, I'm just saying, you know what? A lot of bad things have happened in history over time. Oh, but you deprecate the Holocaust. You know what? It doesn't work with me. <laughs> that does not work with me. I couldn't care less. I may care in a general sense. So, yeah, okay, fine. Bad thing happened. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I didn't do it. But you know what I look to? You know what I care about? You know what I care deeply about? Vastly more than than, than atrocities of the Second World War. I care about the Holy Scriptures. I care what, about Jesus Christ. I care about what Jesus Christ said. And, oh, it turns out that he speaks about Jews a lot like a lot in the Bible. Like a lot. And it's not favorable. It's not good. It's not good. Saul was an evil Jew. But God had mercy on him. He he pulled him up short. He says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He says, who out there, Lord? He says, I'm Jesus, whom you're persecuting. Paul repents. He repents of his Jewishness. Now, he doesn't repent of being a son of Israel. Of the tribe of Benjamin, that was blood, but the Jewishness was faith. Antichrist faith. He doesn't repent of being a Hebrew. He doesn't repent of being a child of of, of biological child of Israel. He does not repent of being of the of the tribe of Benjamin. Doesn't repent of that. He's, he's proud of that. He comes out to Romans nine verse three. He said, "Listen, I'd give my eternal soul for my blood brothers." that they would know this Christ, Jesus Christ. But that ain't the same as being a Jew. It's not the same. It's their traditions. It's their traditions. What's their tradition? Their primary tradition is to override the law and the prophets with their own man-made traditions. Matthew chapter 15. And Paul talks about that extensively. I was more advanced in the traditions than my peers. What traditions? Those traditions that become Judaism becomes Talmudic Judaism. It's evil, and it's antichrist. And many, many, many different peoples, plural, have converted to those traditions. Esther chapter 8, verse 17. The Jews took over the kingdom of Persia. Took it over. Started running the place. Oh, they kept a figurehead in, in place, a Hazarus. They kept a just like they keep keeping Biden in place. Oh, we've got to keep it so We don't want anybody to realize that the Jews are running the place, so... Keep all the hazers in place, but we'll run the place behind the scenes. Mordecai becomes the prime minister. He puts all of his people in place. Hello. Got Biden out there the same thing. And his, all his family's married into the Jews. And he puts Jews ahead of all of his cabinet ministries or, or the sub-cabinet heads. Deputy Director of CIA. I won't even go to the, all the three-letter agencies because I just won't. It's all out there. Other people have done that work. Pattern recognition is, is, is a form of intelligence, I, I would have you know. And when they took over in the empire, in a multicultural empire, they could take over because it was a multicultural empire, and they hid themselves until they had power. They hid themselves... Esther was told, don't you let anybody know you're a Jew. You just get into power. You While you're way into that palace, you get into the bed of the king, and don't let anybody know you're a Jew. We'll let you know when it's time. <laughs> and when they can claim victimhood, then they come out and say, oh, yeah, we're, we're Jews. You can't. Anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism. Only bring that card out and play it when it's useful. Otherwise, you don't want people to know that you, you got the Jews running the place. I mean, that's the story of the book of Esther. That's the story of the Holy Scriptures. That's the story of the Bible. Like I said, I'm not interested in a, a, a mid-20th century politician or a 21st century politician or blogger or, or 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 whatever it is. I'm interested in what the Holy Scriptures say. And if you don't believe Fritz Berger, that the, 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 the Scriptures say this, because Fritz Berger says, read it for yourself, and he can't do that. Read what the Jews say. I've referred to them many, many times, and they said, look, the New Testament the New Testament is irredeemably anti-Jewish and anti-Semitic. You c- it cannot be rectified. You cannot gloss over it. It's, in, it's part and parcel of what it is. If you got rid of all the anti-Semitic verses, you wouldn't have a Bible left. You wouldn't have a New Testament left. You wouldn't have the Gospels left. You wouldn't have the Book of Acts left. According to the Jews, they said it's just it's overwhelming. And once your scholar says, you know, there's, <laughs> I think he said there's 417 anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic scriptures in three books of the New Testament alone. Look it up. Jerusalem Post is the New Testament anti-Semitic. August 5th, somewhere in there, 2019. Great article. Great article. uh, Written by a rabbi. By Jews, for Jews. Jewish audience. And it's like, if you can't believe me, if you can't believe the Holy Scripture, believe the Jews themselves. Now, what do I mean by willingly deceived? Satan is a deceiver, but he needs a, he needs us to be willing to be deceived, yearning to be deceived, wanting something that Satan says to be true. Eve wanted to believe what Satan said, so she decided. He de- she decided to okay. I'll just I'll, I'll eat the apple. There is an underlying desire to to believe that. To believe what Satan said. Today we've got the same thing. you got this underlying desire to be loved by the world, by the church, by the Christian church. And how's that manifest Well, I'm not racist like Fritz Bergen is. I'm not sexist like Fritz Bergen. I'm not anti-Semitic like that blood and faith guy. Because God knows you will be destroyed if you are. We live in a cult. You, you think I'm t- 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 imagining things? You think I'm ex- exaggerating? Go out there and say what I'm saying in your workspace. In fact, say it privately and have your work peers know that you're saying it. You work for a government agency. They will do whatever they can to get you fired. They will uh, uh, get congressmen and senators to try to get you fired. Ask me how I know. It's a cult, man. It's a cult. And if you don't abide by the cult, they will destroy you. They will do everything they can to destroy you. And the church wants to believe what the devil offers, because they want to be friends with the world. They want to be friends with the world, and then and they, like Judas, like Judas is scared, they want to be friends with the Jews, because they got the power and the money. Like the people in Esther chapter 8, verse 17. Oh, they got the power and the money. They're powerful. We're terrified. of them. Let's go be Jew too. It's like Biden's family. Kids marrying to the Jews, like, like the Trump family. Ivanka Trump goes and marries a Drew. I guess she becomes a Jew to marry a Jew. And so when, when, when the church goes out and they read the Holy Scripture, it says, no, no, we don't want to believe that. We don't want to believe what it says. We want to believe something else because we don't want to be anti-Semitic. It goes against our national religion to bow down and grovel before the Jew. It goes against our national religion and our culture to, it, it, of, of groveling before the Jew. So we're going to say Jesus was a Jew. Boom. Magic. Simple. Traitors, trainees, and Jews. All right? Part two. Traitors, trainees, and Jews. Trainees, Jews, and traitors. Traitors, trainees, and Jews. So now we've got this situation, we got trannies. You know, these boys that call themselves girls, and men that call themselves women, and women that call themselves men. Yeah, you run into them more and more. was at the Apple store the other day, and I'm looking at this thing. <laughs> I look looking at it. Look. Okay, all right. And some are obvious, and some are less so. and and you think a pastor's brave cuz he'll stand or, or a man or a politician is still brave because he'll stand up and say this is ridiculous this is utterly ridiculous the fact that we got trainings that the, the, the trainings are acceptable in society and and you think a, a pastor's brave and he has wisdom and insight and discernment because he can call out he says the trainings is wrong it's it's evil how is it that, that you can't call out the Jews then the scriptures tell you that these people converted. The Jews of John, of, of the book of John, the Jews in the gospel, they were trannies, they are spiritual trannies. John chapter 8, they say right there, they said, look, we've never been slaves. Right there, you know, they're not the descendants of Israel. They're the descendants of Esau, whom God hated. Whom God hated. The Bible says, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. The Jews of John chapter 8 are the sons of Esau. Herod was a son of Esau. He was an Edomite Jew. Okay, there's your Jews of 2,000 years ago. There's your Jews that murdered Jesus Christ of 2,000 years ago. There's the Jews that Jesus Christ is talking about in John, or Revelation chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 3. He says, look, they're not real Jews, folks. He says they're not real Jews. They're false Jews. They're liars. They're of Satan's own synagogue. Okay, and these Jews start off in, in centuries before. Book of Esther is a perfect example of that. And you go and you go and you and and, and, and you read the book of John. These people, they say, look, we've never been slaves. Clearly, they were not in slavery in Egypt then. They're not the biological offspring of Israel. They're not. They were not. You go look at the book of Esther. This is this is year. This is even before the the Edomites were converted by force into Judaism. I think it was John Hyrcanus, a couple of hundred years before Christ. Forced them to convert to Judaism. King Herod uh, is one of them. What does he do? Goes out. He, for, what does Herod do, what's, what's the characteristic of King Herod? He's a liar and a murderer. Just like his father, the devil. He's a liar and a murderer. He, he tells the magi. He says, listen, <laughs> tell me where the Christ child is so I can come and worship him. He's a liar. They don't tell him. And then what does he do? He becomes a murderer. He goes out. He murders all, all the boy, the, all the male children Age two years old and, and younger, in the, in the region, in the vicinity of Bethlehem. He's a liar and a murderer, like his father. And who did he inquire to find out where, where Jesus would go? He inquired to the Jews. He'd tell the Jews. The Jews knew something about the Bible. They knew something about the prophets. He said, "Oh, he's going to be born in Bethlehem. Said, well, there, there, there you go. Starts murdering him. Murdering. What do they do with the Christ? What do they? And eventually, they catch up with him. They mur- the Jews. Murder Jesus Christ. How is it the church can't see this? It's almost like God sent the trannies in the world, and you think a pastor is brave and knowledgeable to stand up against the trannies, yet he can't see the spiritual trannies right in front of him. Just because you call yourself a Jew does not mean you're a biological descendant of Israel. Does not mean that at all. Not even remotely. Not even in the Bible does it mean that. Esther 817, John chapter 8, just because even in the Bible it says they're Jews doesn't mean they're the biological offspring of Israel. These people converted to the traditions. What we would now call Talmudic Judaism. Well, who are the 12 tribes in? Oh, we're gonna get to that. Probably not today, but we're definitely going to get to that. There's lots of clues. I've dropped lots of clues out there. Um, The Bible seems to kind of tease it, but we'll get there. So how is it we can recognize in the physical world a trinity, but we can't recognize it in the spiritual world? Didn't Jesus Christ say, hey, if you were the children of Abraham, you you would have believed in me? Didn't Jesus Christ say that in John chapter 6, 7, 8? Didn't he say that? And the modern Jews are a people whose foundational identity is the rejection of Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Oh, but, but, but God says the Jews are going to get saved. Do not equate Jew with the biological children of Israel. Do not do that. Jesus Christ didn't do that. Jesus Christ did not do that. Jesus Christ was very clear. He says, listen, those that call themselves Jews, but are not, but are liars, are of the synagogue of Satan. Just because somebody comes along and says, oh, I'm a Jew, oh, I'm a Jew, oh, I'm a Jew, does not mean they're the biological children of Israel. Jesus Christ taught that. The Jews of John chapter 8 clearly were not the biological children of Israel. And Jesus Christ looked at me and said, you are of your father, the devil. All these people running around today Oh, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew. It doesn't mean they're the biological children of Israel. That should not impress you even in the row. They're people whose ancestors adopted the traditions of the elders and the precepts of the elders, as described in Matthew chapter 15. As Paul describes, I was more advanced in the traditions than my peers. Not the knowledge of the Torah, not the knowledge of the prophets, Jesus Christ it makes that very clear in Matthew chapter 15. You override the Law and the Prophets with your man-made traditions. That's what a Jew does. And the church has been going down that road. The church of Jesus Christ, the Christian church, has been going down the road of the Jews, dis- disowning the written Word of God for their man-made traditions. And the greatest deception, and the greatest lie, right there is it? would Be just because somebody calls himself a Jew, the the church bows down and grovels before them and worships before them, and will give them anything they ask for. They're literally, they literally fit the definition of antichrist, and the church grovels after this antichrist entity. How is it we can recognize the trannies in the world, but refuse to recognize these spiritual trannies? Who are not Jews at all, but they're liars and they're of the synagogue of Satan, according to Jesus Christ. He says it twice, back to back. Revelation 2, Revelation 3. But we won't do it because we don't want to be called anti-Semite. We're ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. I'm just flat out telling you. Now, does all of this have political implications? (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Of course it does. It did 2,000 years ago as well. Jesus Christ hated the Jews. The Jews hated Jesus Christ. It's the enmity of Genesis 3.15. And if you find yourself making friends with the world and siding with the Jews, you've joined the fraternity of Judas Iscariot. Now, I know, I know, I know, they're going to call you Nazi. They're going to call you Hitler. They're going to call you white supremacist. They're going to call you anti-Semitic. They're going to call you rape. They're going to make stuff up about you. Always oh, homophobic. <laughs> if somebody's not calling you homophobic, <laughs> you either don't have a pulse or you're afraid. And you're more afraid of what the world thinks of you than of what Jesus Christ thinks about you. Our bravery is not demonstrated on the field of battle. For most of us, for some of us it is. Not for me, never been in battle. Not with guns and knives and that kind of stuff. But our bravery is demonstrated to, in, in being able to open up our mouth and say, Jesus Christ is Lord. And I don't mean the kind of Jesus Christ is, is Lord that, that that the world says is fine. Oh, he's a Christian. He's so cute. And they give you a little golf clap. Yay. Fritz, he's a Christian. Yay. Oh, I'm so glad for you. That makes you happy. No, it's the kind of man that will stand up and say what Jesus Christ said, even at the cost of getting kicked out of the synagogue they all got kicked out of the, all the disciples got kicked out of the synagogue and they started losing their lives what did they do they simply recognized the truth of Genesis 3:15 and applied it to their current situation Jesus Christ did that Stephen did that Peter did that Paul did that they took Genesis 3:15 and applied it to their current situation Jesus Christ said hey you are a brood of vipers. You are the seed of the serpent. You guys are the, you Jews, you are the seed of the serpent. Oh, and he, and he paid for it with his life. They murdered him for it. Peter, first day of Pentecost, he says, well, I guess it's my turn to die. Took a lot of courage. But he stood up and he, he said, listen, this is the man that you all murdered. First sermon, Stephen, one recorded sermon in, in history. My understanding is he was a young man. He's, he's arrested by the, the Jews. Jews arrest him. People that have power in society arrested him. Oh, you're starting an insurrection. You're, we warned you not to speak in this man's name. You're an insurrectionist. You're an insurrectionist. You're an insurrectionist. You're anti-Semitic. And he says, it's y'all. It's y'all and y'all's ancestors. You rebelled against him even from coming out of Egypt. And they were the descendants of Israel. How much more are these false Jews? They were the descendants of Israel coming out of Egypt. How much more are these false Jews that are liars, whose ancestors were from Khazaria, from the land of Gog and Magog? Haven't heard that one, have you? I don't talk about that much. 700s? These people called Kezarians. They were pagan people. And they were told, listen, you're just a, measurable group, a miserable group group of human beings. The whole lot of you are. So we're going to give you a choice. Either you convert to Islam, Christianity, or Judaism. And they said, well, what do you want Judaism. So the whole lot of them become, become Kazarian Jews. That's all the Jews of Europe. Those are all the European Jews. Eastern the from the pale. Eastern European Jews, they're the converts to Judaism. Just like in the book of Esther. Just like the Edomite Jews in, in the Gospel of John, they convert, their ancestors convert to Judaism. And the church doesn't have enough discernment to understand this. There's biblical precedent for it. Esther, John chapter 8, at least. Foreign peoples are not of the, the, the line of Israel. They're not of the line of, of, of Jacob. Convert to the traditions, and they're evil people. It's an antichrist system. Now, once you have that foundation down, and this is why I harp on this, then you can go out and you can look at these other issues. But you got it's like the ABCs: learn your learn your letters, learn your math, learn how to do arithmetic before you do math. Learn how to do math before you can do algebra. Learn algebra before you do calculus. you got to get the scriptures down before you can look at the world and make sense of the world. Church tries to invert that so much. Figure out who the enemy is. Imagine going to war and not knowing who the enemy is. Imagine going to war and the enemy tells you, you can't, you can't see us. <laughs> you have to obey our rules. Our rules say you can't see us. Imagine that. You're going to go to war. You give it a gun. And say, okay, the devil's really strong, and, and, and you, gotta, you you got to fight against the devil, but we, we forbid you from understanding who the devil's forces are. And the church says, oh, okay, I'll obey you. And uh, in fact, I'll call the devil's forces God's people. That's exactly what's going on in 2023. We're in a war. Everybody says, oh, we got a spiritual war. We, we war not against flesh and blood, but against the spirits and the powers and principalities and heavenly places. Knowing full well that the Church of Jesus Christ has hands and feet that's live human beings. They've got to go out and preach the gospel. Angels don't preach the gospel, it's the it's people that do. Knowing full well that Satan has his seed. Jesus Christ said they have seed all the way back to Genesis 3:15. Cain was of the evil one. Cain was of the evil one. That's part of that seed of the serpent. People convert to Satanism, of which the Jews are the foremost on the planet. The foremost on the planet. Oh, but they have the Torah. Yeah, they and they ignore it. Go read the story of of, of of Abraham, and 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 the poor man Lazarus. And and it's not Abraham. He's Abraham, and 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 the poor Lazarus is in the bosom of Abraham, and the rich man's down there, literally burning in hell. Jesus Christ taught this. Jesus Christ taught more about hell than anybody, and the rich man's burning alive in hell. And he begged somebody, he said, send somebody from the dead, send Lazarus to the dead to warn my brothers. Jesus Christ told him, listen, you had the law, you had the prophets, you all did, and you ignored it. This is where you end up. Somebody rises from the dead, he still won't believe him. This is where end up. Who's he talking to? Who do you think he's talking to? Those that worship mammon? You either worship God or you worship mammon, but you can't worship both? Who has all the wealth and the power in the world? Satan, and then he gives it to his children. It's all there, it's all there. But you gotta know the scriptures, and then you apply it to the world we live in. And then you say, Well, I want to know who 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 who's the enemy well, what's the characteristic of the white race? Historically, we are the one race that converts to Jesus Christ. That's it. We are the one race and civilization that converts to Jesus Christ. That's it. Wasn't the Chinese, wasn't the Africans? It's the Europeans who convert to Jesus Christ. Europe becomes Christendom. This is why there's a hatred against the white race. This is it. This is it. This is why there's a hatred against the white race, because we as a race converted to Christendom. And then you get the the devil's seed. They get in there. They they love multicultural empires, and they take over, and they're going to do everything they can to destroy the seed of the woman. Because they can't go after Jesus Christ directly. They murdered him. He rose with it. They go after the witnesses of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13. The witnesses of Jesus Christ. The devil spews out his vomit like a flood to gobble up the witnesses of Jesus Christ. And he uses others and other nations to do that. It's all there, man. It's all there. And I yearn for the day when the white race wakes up and sees this. And it's got to start with the pastors. It's got to start with the church. Yes, they're going to call you anti-Semitic. Yes, they're going to call you white supremacist. Yes, they're going to call you Nazi. Why do you have more fear of the Antichrist than you do of Jesus Christ? That's the only it and a ignorance. Okay, now you heard my podcast, you don't have any ex- excuse for ignorance anymore. B, cowardice. Ignorance is, is solvable. But once you once you're face to face with the scriptures, now you got to have some courage. What did Jesus say? Hey, look! If they call me believable, how much more you guys? They they don't call people Beelzebul today because that's part of the enemy's plan. You can't believe in the devil anymore. <laughs> so the modern day devils is, as 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 uh, identified by Satan himself are white people. And so he's got his prophets and priests out there, like, like uh, Noel Ignatieff, Jew, openly, publicly ex- ex- explaining and yearning for the genocide of the white race. Very open about it. Look him up, Noel Ignatieff. The answers to America's problem, Europe's problem, is we've abandoned the truth, in the Holy Scriptures and we've exchanged it for a lie. And so we are willingly deceived and being willingly deceived we participate in our own genocide. This is not a talking point for the next election. This is something that's got to come out of the pulpits. And I don't care if you're black. If you're a black preacher you need to preach this too. Oh, we're against racism in all its forms. Really? Really? What scripture says thou shalt not be racist? I'll tell you one thing. The the fifth commandment says you need to to honor your own race. Hello? Honor Honor your ancestors. Honor your father and mother. Honor your own race. There must be a theological foundation for truth in a society that works. Otherwise, we're deceived by Satan and we're deceived by his people. Yes, Satan has his people. Get rid of this nonsense. Oh, we're all all the children of God. That's a heresy. That's a lie. Right in Genesis 3.15, there's a seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. Jesus Christ repeated it. He looks at the Jews. He says, yeah, you're of your father, the devil, your daddy. And you do the same thing your daddy does. You murder and you lie. You're liars and you're murderers. He says this to the Jews. All right. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.